With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The college experience. Top 10 defensive linemen, college and pro episode. On the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Las Vegas may be closed, but MyBookie Casino is open 24-7. They're also home to the free $10,000 Blackjack Madness Tournament. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Once again, that's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DGen Madness. We're giving away $3,000 in our virtual NCAA tournament. The games will be streamed live with SGP commentary and betting lines from mybookie.ag. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest for all the info on DGen Madness. We're also brought to you by Roman. If you're struggling with ED, you don't want to wait for treatment. Get effective ED prescriptions without having to visit a doctor. Go to GetRoman.com backslash SGP for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and you get a 100% deposit bonus for up to $100. That's PropSwap.com promo code SGP. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. Oh, that's not a pick. I guess it's a pick. There you go. We're not making any picks. <laughs> like what you say, we're picking our asses here, but. And the king of picking ass right here <laughs> is the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, there we go. Muddy got in it. I heard Muddy a little time. bit. He's, he's a little subdued these days. Yeah, you know, he's been partying. This he does. I don't know about this quarantine life with him. He's like Kobe right. every day. He smells the he's quarantine just, on you. I mean, he smells the, the Corona on you. Yeah. Normally he's like, dude, normally I would get some, some alone time with just him and the cat. Yeah. He's a little it. man. And instead he's like, dude, I'm, I, I'm watching uh, the Denver nuggets, 1994 season. What the fuck? <laughs> right. That's right. 
<laughs> Leave me alone. I'm uh, engrossed. Yeah, it's like sports all 24 hours a day. <laughs> Tech Mobile, more, Colby, more Tech Mobile? More fucking Tech Mobile? Speaking of Tech Mobile, I'm fresh off a of 35 nothing. Mm. Mm. Dominating performance. He had to get revenge. I, I swatted him 28 to 7. I'm just glad you missed that field goal. Yeah, I missed a field goal in both games. Both of those scores should have been. One should have been worse for you. One should have been better for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the people out there, you have poor sportsmanship. Okay, you goddamn right. Colby's Look, up it, 35 points. He's calling timeout. You know, I'm call. Hey, let me ask you this. I'm gonna go classic on you. All right. Now let me ask you this. In track, do you slow up before the end of the race? <laughs> who's that? Who's that quote from? That is Bobby Bowden. One Bobby Bowden, aka Red Bow U. Yes, <laughs> he would run that shit up. They're playing East Tennessee State. He's like, yeah, let's score another, uh, score another forty. I mean, yeah. Bowden and Spurrier may have been the two biggest assholes in all of college football history, and they happen to be rivals. <laughs> Same time rivals was classic, right? Yeah, oh, it was, that was fun. Uh, buddy, we just played some Tecmo. How do you feel about it? I really feel like you got fortunate. I was liking my Cardinals draft well, pick. I, I thought mean, I kind of got got a, got an upset going, but you couple bad you breaks for out. you. I mean, the big bad bad break is no Johnny Johnson. Johnny Johnson on the IR, fucking Tom Tupa and uh, Todd, or was it uh, Tim Rosenbaugh? Yeah, in bad condition, shit condition across the board. Look. I didn't need the gifts that I, got, I was getting. Ricky Pearl got a touchdown late to make me feel better about myself. I fucking gave that to you. <laughs> Let's be honest. He was incredibly slow on Look, that touchdown. Here's the difference between Colby and I. I have sportsmanship because I give Colby opportunities to get himself a little, a little pat on the back. When I've clearly executed a, a dominant game plan, Colby wants me to cry in the evening. Yes. And when I'm up 35, nothing, he's going, I couldn't find a burrito. So I ate a, pi- a slice of pizza on the sidelines. <laughs> While the game was still going the on, pizza eating. You got this dog that gives me allergies. You got to blow this fucking nose. You got allergies? Is that Corona? You get me fucked right now. What's going on with this Corona shit? I am about to cough all over you, buddy. We've had a wonderful day of playing NHL '94. Yeah. Some RBI baseball. Some some marble madness. Oh yeah. What was the other sports game we played? Uh, NBA Jam. We tried quarterback club. Didn't really work out. Yeah, I threw one pass. You did. It was impressive. Feel good about that. No, nice. Uh, um, what else did we do? NBA Jam. Off-road challenge. Oh, Ivan Stewart. Yeah, a little. True little. showdown. I whipped your ass in uh, some uh, Dr. Mario. And golf. Golf was a good one. Nintendo golf. Mario golf is an underrated game. <laughs> it is a good game. Really, it's kind of like the Tecmo Super Bowl of golf. It is. You learn your clubs. It you is. learn the very fundamentals and what's going it on is. there. It is. It's an underrated game. I remember my one of the few games my dad played. Yeah. My dad did. did. It's a fun one. And I like that Mario is fat as a golfer in that. He's like the John Daly kind of body frame. Yeah. I can relate these days. Quarantine life. I think some people with the home gyms are like taking advantage of it. We're drinking. No, I did my workout. No. You, when you play Tekken Bowl enough, the sticks, your hands are looking. <laughs> we have a thing called Nintendo Itis. Yeah, and we, there's hold on. Let's 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 do a segment on that before we dive pause, into our sports. By the way. There's there's Nintendo Itis. What was worse, Nintendo Nintendo Itis? Yeah, or Sega Thumb? I think they're the same thing. No, 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 no. Uh, you know what was worse? I just would hit your the corners of your hands. Yeah, too. that's right. Because the Nintendo controller was not yeah. ergonomically designed. Yeah. The Sega Thumb, you would like. I, I maybe Sega Thumb because 
you it wouldn't hurt your hand as much, and so you could just wear that thumb out exclusively. Whereas Nintendo way, it's like your whole hand was fucked. I blamed true story here, and I don't know if if our 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 pals will remember this. Yeah, we played a heated game of twenty one basketball. You know, street basketball. Yeah. And uh, I I pride myself on being a good free throw shooter. Yeah, I missed a key free throw Took when I was L. at twenty. Yeah, and I and I remember blaming it on Sega Thumb. <laughs> right, that's a legit injury. Yeah, dude. that's what I'm saying, man. I was like, I got no feeling in my fucking thumb. It's you know, I wonder if that ever really affected like uh, you know Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Like this is fucking Biggie singing about. This was not limited to kids at the time. This was a cultural phenomenon. I wonder if someone like. Patrick Ewing ever had Sega thumb yeah. and like missed critical free throws. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not that generation. Cause he was Atari probably. Yeah. That's true. Uh, maybe, maybe like, uh, who's a little bit older. Maybe, maybe like, LeBron. No, it was no, too- no, no, no. I'm thinking like someone that can't like Keith Van Horn. Yeah. Might've <laughs> yeah, had, that's perfect. Might've had, uh, might've fucked yeah. up. Might've been the number one draft pick, but he played a little too much Sega and missed a big time shot because of Sega thumb or Nintendo itis. There you go. That's certainly possible. Especially <laughs> he's in Utah. You know, he's not partying. Yeah. Someone had to be a video game fanatic of that. I mean, Gilbert Arenas was like yeah. uh, notorious. Like, no, I child. all these kids, all, all these players play. Yeah. You know what I mean, when they're kids and stuff, that's true. How many times have we seen like uh, I saw the Tecmo documentary and like people were talking about NBA or NFL players were talking about back when they used to play Tecmo ball. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's true. I've seen how, a lot of. I've how about some of these guys that uh, go to the children's hospitals? Like, like these people are like make a wish. Who was foundation. it that destroyed him? Like eighty eight to. <laughs> yeah, I forget who that was. That was good. That's a classic. Uh, um. So you think you're going with itis over Sega Thumb in the battle of broken I think hands? I, I have hurt more from the mm. itis. I still I'm still mad that I missed that free throw. Yeah. Do you still have do you still have pain from those losses? Cardell Jones. That's right. <laughs> Lit some That's kid right. up like eighty eight to six. <laughs> Yeah, I, I appreciate him for doing that. <laughs> no easy layups. Yeah, you know? I agree. You don't want to say, look, because honestly, if I was a kid that was like, oh, if I was sick and I'm playing someone attack, I don't want the sympathy tech yeah. play. I, I want, mean, I want give you to me go a all good out. run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cardell brought it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bring in the XFL though. He did yeah. for like two weeks. And yeah. after that, he, and he like brought shit. interceptions. Yeah. Um, but um, what am I talking? You still have losses though. that like pain you. Mickey. Mickey lit me up to a point where it bothered me in video games or in, 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 life? in hockey in NHL. Okay. It was one of those where he had the advantage, maybe a better team. And he, and he found out a little trick to, to score. And it was like, he just wouldn't stop. And I, I gave up. And that was like even more insane. I think he ended up beating me. Like, what do you mean? Getting, he got under your skin. I got under your skin. You threw a fucking pizza at my wall. That's true. I did spray an entire fresh pizza all over the wall. And I've seen you punch a wall. That's true. I have punched a wall. <laughs> well, the terms of that particular, I was going to get my face shit on for That was the bet I made. Fortunately, uh, yeah, I didn't have to really pay up happen. on that one. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I'll say I, I can't just be innocent over here. Uh, NC Nick did bother me so much in uh, college football. Bill Walsh's college football, 95, I believe, or 96. Yeah. I threw a chair at him and it went and missed him. And it went into the wall. Nice. And made some damage. Put a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. You're not a true nineties yeah. kid. If you haven't damaged some furniture or some part yeah. of your house. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey beat me 22 to three in hockey In hockey. It was, it hurt, you know, it was, it NHL hurt 94? my feelings. Yeah. I think so. Well, I feel like 94 had a little bit of a, a cheat angle to it. Yeah. Where 95, they kind of fixed it a little bit. Cause Kyle, Kyle, uh, our buddy Kyle and Evan could really light it up. 
they knew like if you swipe a little left and yeah. come right. That's or, what it is. And that's what I never got. I got like the wraparound shot. I got like the stop short of the goal and come across the goalie's face. I, I, I crush on the one timers, but in terms of that straight little deke right in front of the goalie, as you're coming directly at mm-hmm. him, never could get that. But Mickey, that's the one that he was laying me up on every time down the ice. And he was faster. He had a faster uh, center. So every time, bam, 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 bam. It's like a five minute periods. Where does it? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm it's saying. Like every, well, 94 had that, seconds. had that about it. Yeah. That, that's why I got, it's not as good as 95. I don't think. Yeah. Fair. Now, now where does that rank? What's your top hockey game? I bet you didn't think you'd be talking about this on the college experience, but Hey, we're quarantined. We're just going to do this to you guys. Uh, top hockey game of all time. I'm going to say NHL 94 over 95. Well, we just talked about the weakness of 94. Well, I think you're uh it's a weakness for you. Cause you got your ass whipped a bunch and I, you can't, keep I never up. dove all the way in. On, I mean, look, I played NHLs plenty yeah. of them. played in some seasons. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you NHL 93 better than 94 because of the fights, you know, oh, so you're saying 93 then, but 94 better because of the one timer, the actual gameplay is vastly improved because of that one timer shot, which was not available in 93. 94, 95, 96, all kind of the same game. See where it was tough for me is you only have so much time, right? Yeah. I was truly dedicated to college football. Yeah. So I, my, the game that I spent tons of hours, well, first of all, I, I still spent a ton of, there's always going to be some tech bowl and, and RBI baseball. Yeah. Those two, I played a shit ton. Yeah. But Bill Walsh college football d- took thousands of See, hours. Colby's been on the college experience since his childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I was a pro guy as a kid. See me and NC Nick were, were all the way in and we were playing, we were doing that shit nonstop. I will say by the time it got to a uh, PlayStation college football was by far the best game out. Yeah. Played that more than Madden or college game day. So NHL, your top seed though is not 94. 94. Yep. Second best. Which give me, give me the top number two. You go on blades of steel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And number three, ice hockey. I don't know about these, uh, these newfangled. We played an interesting hockey game today. That was like NBA jam. Yeah. Two on two. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. That's the best part about it. All right. Uh, what about basketball? Uh, <laughs> not gonna let you get out of here that fast. Give me, uh, give me like, uh, Bulls blazers over live. No. Yeah. Give me live. Give yeah. me live. Like 90, if, we're, if we're talking old school, I mean, I'm sure all these two K's, two K's were fun when I played them, but it was after my time. Um, but live 95, give me a uh, USA dream team was cool. Even though they were all the same game back then, all those bulls yeah. versus blazers games, NBA uh, jam. Wait, where's that? NBA where's jam that is second to NBA live. I'm going to tell you an underdog, a, a, 50, a, a, a 16 seed that could really pull up upsets. And, and I got to be honest, my buddy, Kyle, yeah, who put me onto this. Cause I did not know about this game. Yeah. I was not big into the super Nintendo era. Fast break. You're talking about give and go, give and go. That's what it is. Yeah. That was a dope game. Yeah. One of the few games where the uh, screen flips around every possession. It, dude. It, well, they had sets. They had like, you could actually have like sets and like alley-oop and stuff. It was a fucking really good. I actually game. had to play the game of basketball a little bit. Sort of. I yeah. mean, it was still arcadey. Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. Um, but I think it is that that's a very underrated game. Very under, underrated game. In my opinion. Very no, nice. No. So, uh, Jordan bird. No, no yeah. love for the hoops. Jordan bird. I Arch could. rivals. Terrible. Uh, Barkley shut up and jam. <laughs> Hold on. What about this? Barkley shut up and jam. Michael Jordan chaos in the windy city or Shaq Fu. Ugh, all terrible. You have to take one. You're stuck on an shut island. Up and jam. I think I go Shaq Fu. 
<laughs> what was that one we used to play? It was one of the first ones on PlayStation. I forget what it oh, was. NBA Fast Break. Is that what it was? Yeah. The fast Break. That, that was, was a nasty. good game. Yeah. That game was pretty fun. I'm still waiting for them to create a device where you can get all the PlayStation games. It's going to happen. I still, because I don't have a PlayStation. I, give me a, like, I miss Twisted Metal. Yeah. We're like a year or two away from this, I feel like. The 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 eight bit and the Atari and the sixteen bit the thirty two bit even like all being centralized onto one uh what do they call those raspberry raspberry yeah yeah I don't know what the there's fuck only that. one guy that would give me the raspberry <laughs> all right what the hell are we talking about your mom gave me a raspberry last night ooh hello ooh. top five football games before we get out of here top five football games yeah well you gotta go tag one Super Bowl number one obviously. Madden's in any given Wouldn't order. No, no, no. Which Madden wins? You, you can only Ma- represent one Madden. Madden ninety three and Madden ninety six were both great. Um, you kind of hated on ninety five more than I think. Ninety five had cheesy ass graphics. Um, ninety six had the combine, which was cool. That was really cool. Uh, that was the first one to do that. Uh, ninety three was the first one with all time teams, which was awesome to be able to go back and play with like uh, yeah. you know classics. Fucking yeah. Terry Bears. Bradshaw yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what was up there? The original college game days. The fucking uh, college uh, football was great. Yeah. That was it ninety seven and ninety eight. Yeah. College football were fucking awesome. Even even ninety five. I I love ninety five, dude. Yeah. I put that right up there with the best. And then don't sleep on pigs. Jerry Glanville's pigskin, pigskin football. football. Although mutant league football gives it Ooh, a fucking. Both run. of those are great. Pigskin's better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. More fun. Um, and uh, any others? NFL Street or some Honorable shit like that? Mention or? NFL Street was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, was so, it Blitz or Street? Uh, what was Blitz. It? That's Blitz. what it was. Okay. Yeah, NFL Street was NBA that cool. Street. Was it? Or I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I think you're right. NBA Street. Um, NFL Blitz was awesome. Uh, how about uh, Joe Montana and Deion Sanders' respective sports talk football games? Graphic wise, Montana's is better than Deion's. Yeah. Both horrible games. Terrible games, but amazing graphics. What about John Elway Nintendo football? Terrible. Ten yard fight Nintendo football. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I it's a horrible game when I, in hindsight. Yeah. But I'd I'd be lying to you if I didn't go over to our friend. That was uh, one Nick's of those games and, where it took thirty five set like a minute to run a play. <laughs> like I really started to grasp what I mean, actually I got had it down before that, I think, but right. I feel like it seeing it in that format. It really like Although back in the day, dude, we on floppy discs, we I think we had a game called John Riggins football. Oh man. And it was just X's and O's. Nice. Well, that's what like old school Atari football. Maybe that I, I had to ask NC Nick about this, but we used to watch something yeah. where it was through the computer. Ooh. But it was just X's and O's. I got one for you. What's that? I had uh on the little tiger device, you know, the little portable like two game Game Boy type thing. Uh-huh. Bo Jackson football slash baseball. It was two games and I one. I don't know that I've ever played this. Awesome. Yeah. Very fun. I mean, it's just like the little guy juking like one graphic, I, then another I, graphic. I will say for basketball, we kind of slept on a, on a couple games. NBA All-Star Challenge, where you shoot these free throws. It's like a free, free throw contest. Oh, you have to do like all the contests? It's fun. Okay. NCAA Basketball. For Super Nintendo was a fun Nasty. basketball game, and don't forget College Slam, the NBA version of a uh, uh, NBA Jam version of college. Nice. Coach oh. K was actually dope too. Actually, ninety five. I'm gonna have to play all these games. Let's yeah. go back and do it. Anyway, yeah. What the hell are we talking about? 
let me just do an ad read to break us out of this shit. All Before right? you do this, let's remind the fans that you guys are about to hear the most scintillating list of college defensive linemen and, and pro, pro yeah. that you have ever heard. Mm. Stay tuned. By experts. Yes. And by experts, I mean us. Guys, we are the College Experience. And if you didn't know, the College Experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Look, Las Vegas is closed. And for the first time, Vegas casinos are all closed. But you know what casino is open 24-7 and accessible from the comfort of your home? That's right. The mybookie.ag casino. They're even running a free $10,000 blackjack madness tournament. It's free. You might as well try to, to win 10 grand while you're sitting your ass at home watching these fucking tiger lion movies or uh, documentaries, whatever the fuck it is. You can bet on DJ madness. Also, you heard of this thing. It's awesome. This thing, DJ madness that we're doing over sports gambling podcast.com, but you can bet on that over at mybookie.ag. They got lines. Oh, odd, even over under real spreads. First quarter, second quarter. I mean, just everything you can think of. Uh, mybookie.ag has the fastest payouts, best promotions and a very helpful 24 seven customer support team. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit 2000, you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is enter the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Very nice. Very now very interesting. Before we, before we uh, dive in, we went through the, some NBA action tonight. Yeah. And I think I saw a tide turn as far as I think you finally started to buy into the Elijah one. Well, I, it was, I, I haven't changed my mind on it at all. I I've always given Elijah one the credit that, Hey, maybe I, I, I don't think that they're not comparable, you know, to you for some reason, David Robinson and Kim Elijah one, despite having nearly identical stats for their entire prime, you know, and having relatively similar games, um, they're not, they're not comparable. And I I've always been willing to give a large one, you know, just based on how things shook out, you know, uh, the edge. Do I think in my heart that he was a better, I think they're about the exact same player to me, like in my heart blasphemy, but you're stupid. So you, you have your own blasphemy, but I, I, not look, close. I will acknowledge that, uh, Hakeem has, was able to do some things that Robinson wasn't, you know, he was a little more crafty. He had a little more, obviously, shake. I thought I saw a tide turn today, but well, apparently that tide was bullshit. It's only because you just are beating a dead horse into the ground. Look, if I'm being honest with you, in his prime, Dave Robinson was better than Kim Olajuwon. That's it, the worst comment in the so, history of the college there experience. There you go. You've heard that here. <laughs> it is the worst <laughs> comment in the history of the college experience. They're not close. You're stupid. Rick Smith and Elijah are close. I mean, Rick, Rick Smith and uh, Robinson, Robinson are closer you're a, you're than a, Robinson. You know Olajuwon. what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is, folks. Colby's favorite player of all time is Larry Johnson. And Larry Johnson had upside, you know, Charles Barkley and Zion Williamson is probably the place that, uh, you know, stylistically would be most comparable and from a talent level. But obviously Larry Johnson, despite having a promising start to his career was injured and his career never panned out to what it should have been, you know, based on his potential. Um, David Robinson, on the other hand, had a stellar career, <laughs> did win two NBA titles, was the NBA MVP, uh, was the NBA. Uh, his NBA titles got like an asterisk next to it. He was the rookie of the year. He won. Alger was the rookie of the year. 
Well, yeah, you found you got one. You didn't get everything else, right? And so you're bitter. And so really what well, you're trying to do is take a shit on my favorite player and, and bring me down to your level. Not with the one. Huh? Not, with, not with the Elijah one. I think you are. I think maybe you don't even know it, but I think you're you're trying to like, uh, you know. I made my point very plain and simple. All right, look. I understand with the Lionel James, James Brooks argument, which people have no idea <laughs> what we're talking about. Colby claims that Lionel James is a better running back than James Brooks. <laughs> That's to get under your skin. Okay. All right. The Elijah one Robinson one is someone I would tell somebody on the bus. Like, and, th- and that's the thing. I'm not willing. To, I'm not like saying that I wouldn't accept that argument. I would accept that argument, but where it offends me is that despite all of the fucking facts, t- statistics, like head to head stats can be very overrated. Like anything except the 1995 Western conference finals, like Robinson dominated them head to head in matchups, won two thirds of their career matchups against each okay, other. Head-to-head. Regular season nonsense. Stats. Okay. okay. They played in the playoffs one time and you're just, you're, what I think is happening here is you're, you're becoming a stupid ass, like layman fan <laughs> where like you take like the easy talking points and that's where you're basing your decision off of instead of making an educated decision and like analysis of what actually happened in their careers. You said, oh, they won. The, he kicked his ass in the Western Conference Finals. I think I made my argument off air tonight when I saw the 92 Spurs team was much, much better than the Houston oh, Rocket team. God. Who was the second best player on that 92 Spurs team? Rod Strickland. Okay. He's better than anyone on that Maverick or the Rockets team in 92. Okay. Were they better in 92 than. No one gives a fuck about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You think I, you think I care you, what they think of me. You want to beat this dead horse. <laughs> you want to beat it. All right. But we did watch uh, James Harden play defense. Also <laughs> that, that was something we can all agree on. We watched like 10 minutes of James Harden video. James Harden, like hasn't played 10 minutes of actual defense in his entire career. So what we watched was 10 minutes of James Harden, not playing defense. James Harden it, doesn't know that bother you at all. You know what the the thing that stood out most to me about James Harden was when he's guarding on the wing, like the low block kind of out toward the wing, he never looks for the backdoor cut. He never. Yeah. And the, and the other thing that obviously just stood out is when he's face, like facing up to some, uh, a, a ball handler, he'll, he'll let the guy drive by a million times and go for that little around the back, like try and tap it out. Never works. What's fascinating to me though, is the effort. Yeah. It's not that look, there's plenty been plenty of shitty defenders in the history of watching basketball. Yeah. But if, as long as you have the effort. Yeah. Like watching that, how can you be okay with the product right. you're seeing? Everyone's played with that douchebag on the like pickup game that like won't play any defenses and is just trying to like get his buckets and yeah. like, you know, whatever, have fun. He's that's a douchebag, right? Yeah. If you're out there and you're that guy, you're a douchebag. But uh to be that in an actual NBA game where you're making like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And you're just never going to win a championship. I don't know how anyone can root like, I, and look, I don't want to, I know we beat it. Well, I don't want to beat a dead horse here on the uh, NBA thing. I will beat a dead horse on the Robinson bullshit, but we know, um, I don't understand how people can enjoy watching that. Yeah. It's not as, uh, I don't get how like someone can well, watch. I think that's why James Harden really, in my opinion, statistically having a, a more dominant year than, uh, uh, Antetokounmpo last year yeah. probably should have won MVP last year. No one feels bad for him. Cause everyone's like, fuck you. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you're getting, you're a fucking amazing score 
and that's MVP worthy. He obviously well, that's only it. half of the game of basketball. Yeah. Jace, go to YouTube guys <laughs> and type in James Harden defense clip hey. and just watch 10 minutes. Someone hey. has edited 10 minutes or eight minutes or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Of I, I have no natural inclination to fucking dislike James Harden, but it's easy to dislike the dude. At least his game, you know, and, and him yeah. because his team wants him to play deep. They want to win a championship. And he's like, Nope, <laughs> we're not going to win anything serious, but I, I don't am, care. Yeah, I'm going to get my millions of dollars and my 35 points per game. Fuck you guys. Fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Now look before we, uh, we're going to obviously dive into actually, you know what, but we're on the NBA. Let me just fire up. Uh, we had a conversation about Robert Parrish and his comments regarding uh, one, Michael Jordan, um, you know, and Parrish played for both teams. Yeah. If you want to call it that when he was on the bulls. Um, but interesting enough, um, we had a tweet sent in right after from, uh, our guy, hell of a, hell of a good guy. And if my computer could load fast enough, uh, at AB or AB crouch, ninety nine three, Alex, he's the man. Longtime fan. He goes, I tried to tell you everything Paris said before. MJ absolutely played on a super team. He was just lucky enough to be drafted to one. Also, he was one and nine in the playoffs before Pippen and Jackson. That's ne- a pretty telling stat. Never had a single winning season. And the year he left for baseball, they went from 57 wins to 55 wins. <laughs> That's coming out of a title season. The 93 bulls are probably one of Jordan's like the difference is they didn't teams. go to the finals though. Yeah. Well, it's the NBA regular season. As much as I agree, that's a great point that you're making, Alex. I hate the NBA regular season because I don't truly believe. Well, now I, now I feel like more and more. Well, they went to seven games with the Knicks. Like they were, and the Knicks went to the finals and almost won. The Knicks went to the finals and won seven games themselves or went seven games. Yeah. So the bulls, now you knew it wasn't going to happen. And especially, especially David Stern wasn't going to let Scotty Pippen go and be like, I'm actually more important than Michael Jordan. You know, I can go to the finals without him. Didn't Pippen like go off the court though? Pippen. I remember him like, you know, going and fucking like throwing You're gonna the towels. You're going to give the and, ball to Tony Kukoc. Yeah. I mean, Pippen bitched out, but like, and he Pippen had a great season when when Jordan left. Of course, he was a good player. Like, yeah, scoring big points. Great player. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, he didn't have like whereas like if one team was going to get the calls, you know, in that next Bulls rivalry while Jordan was there, it was going to be Jordan. And if one team was going to be getting the calls without Jordan there, it was going to be the Knicks. And that's lo and behold, who won the series? But that's interesting. In 57 to 55. Years. I did not, you know, Alex, I did not, uh, I was not aware that it was only a two game drop. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty goals. impressive. Now I will say that I think Ku coach came on in 94 right after Jordan or right as Jordan left. Yeah. And so he was, he was considered like the Jordan of Europe at the time. And so for him to just step on the court, they got a bump that wasn't there. And that's why obviously when Jordan came back and Ku coach, was they also still had there, Judd Butchler. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he was a great, uh, no, but that's interesting. I mean, one and nine in the playoffs, but I still, I mean, look, how, what do you, what do you really read into that? Like what, like, what do you assess from this? What do I assess from it? I it's kind of the same thing as like Kobe. I think as a shooting guard, 
your impact on the game isn't going to be as much as it is at almost any other position on the court. Like in terms of like most influential positions in the game of basketball, I would say one naturally speaking in any other area, except the present one center. And that's been proven over, you know, most of the best players in the league and championship teams have been led by great centers up until the most recent era. Number two point guard, you know, that's the guy directing the team. And then after that, probably the the other three positions. Because I would argue right now, it seems that it's kind small of forward. shooting guard, small forward, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think sp- specifically the small forward, Durant, LeBron, Kawhi, you know. Yeah. I guess Westbrook's a, a two, but like, uh, you know, but a guy who can do it all is, is kind of the name of the game now. But um, at the time, back then, but... When you have an amazing two guard, he's like a specialist, you know, it's like, if you can build enough of a team to compete and bang and do it, all the fundamentals, then you can put the uh, game in the hands of a dude. That's just going to outgun the other team. Yeah. And that's what a dude like Jordan was able to do. I think for the first time in this episode, I actually see eye to eye with you. Yeah. Well, don't count on it lasting very long because you're an idiot. Yes, and we do have the top ten. Good tweet though, Alex. That was good. Good data. Um, we uh we we top ten defensive linemen. But before we get the top ten defensive linemen, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by DJ Madness. We're giving away three thousand dollars for our virtual NCAA tournament. The games are simulated on NBA Two K and stream live with SGP commentary, including myself. <laughs> uh. Game lines and live lines from my bookie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even point total prop bets. Parlays are available. 30 teams in the NCAA or in the DGEN tournament. Sportsgettingpodcast.com backslash contest. Check it out. That's sportsgettingpodcast.com backslash contest. I'm having a ton of fun with this thing, Patty C. This shit is fun. Next game is when? Uh, Thursday, 6 p.m. So right about the time you people will be tuning in. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully follow the, follow us. Uh, by the way, give us some good iTunes review. While you're at it. Guys, we got this. Who else right now? Your quarantine. Look, we're braving the fucking quarantine to hang out with each other and play video games. He's sick. Yeah. He's a sick guy. Send me another podcast. That's out there in the trenches, giving you top 10 offensive alignment of all time in college and pro. Yeah, it ain't happening. Right. Five fucking stars. Who else is going to have an argument whether Lionel James or James Brooks is better? <laughs> Shout out to Auburn running backs in the eighties. Boom. And uh, San Diego Chargers. Running That's backs. right. That's Hello. right. Um, so give go over to iTunes, the college experience, or actually we're available on all platforms. Subscribe. Tell some friends. That's all we ask. You got a couple of friends. It's quarantine time. You guys are fucking chatting on the internet. Like it's AOL instant messenger back in 2002. Yeah. Send them the link. Yeah. Subscribe, Boom. and also yeah. while you're at it, Leave say hey. Review. Let me give these guys a good iTunes review. They're risking their lives. They're playing tech, bro. They're hitting you with DJ Madness. They're giving you reasons why Russ Grimm is a top ten offensive lineman. <laughs> All right, enough throwing my BDE up in the air. There you go. Top ten. Before we get into the, the uh, top ten defensive lineman, NC Nick. We we spoke to NC Nick off air. Yeah, and he voiced his opinion on top ten quarterbacks. Yeah. Top 10 running backs, top 10 wide receivers, and top 10 tight ends, college pro. And I'm going to do a write-up over at sportsgettingpodcast.com over the next couple of weeks. 
when we finish this, I will write up and have all of our teams. Yeah, the three amigos, the three musketeers, yes. the three picksketeers. That give you every pick for Division One college basketball and football. Every game we handicap. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. That's why you tune in to the college yeah, experience. You're going to see the discrepancies, podcast. and you're going to see why Patty C has the best list. What are, you, what are your takes on NC Knicks? NC Knicks said, uh, I think, did he have Marino number one? He did have Marino pretty high. I think Marino was his one. I think that's a, 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 a three-year generational thing that, you know, or not, not a generational gap, but a three-year gap in history where he caught Marino's prime and we kind of didn't. Mm. So understandable. I mean, from a, from a number standpoint, Marino threw 49 touchdowns in 1984. That is that is amazing. That just now. If that was 2016, it'd be like 120 touchdowns. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, what, what did, he, did he get to 60? Uh, no, Peyton Manning got like to 55 fi- or something. Yeah, right? uh, we're talking about uh, the guy on uh, the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. This is 1984. It was like there was no. T- you might flag. throw 49 w- interceptions in 1984. Well, as I there was no flag right. for defensive holding and pass interference every fucking play. Yeah. Um, okay. So you didn't think that was too crazy. You're, you're, you're on board there. No running back wise. I actually liked his running back list. If if I like, uh, you know, better than mine, huh? Well, a little bit, but it was similar to yours. I believe, I believe he went and I'll do more of this on the right. up. I believe he went Sanders one. Yeah. So right now me, you and NC Nick Nick, all on Barry, uh, Barry Sanders is number one. Now our, my, my older brother, JD, yeah. Does not have Barry Sanders number one. He has Falk number one. Marshall Falk number well, one. Well, the fucking Dant family, uh, they 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 watch it all together. They sing Kumbaya while they watch the sports. You know, <laughs> I haven't watched a game with JD in a long time. <laughs> I, don't I, lo- know. I love that son of a gun, but yeah. I'm saying, hey, Th- these are guys that used to fight over uh, sports over controllers over video for, games. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and get, sports and everything else yeah, would disagree with each other just on principle. So yeah. that argument really doesn't hold any water, but uh, I do think that you guys influence each other's opinion. And while well, you've kind of influenced mine a little bit, I, I want to give Marshall Falk his credit because the dude did have like 7,000 receiving yards. It's pretty fucking awesome. Dude, J- JD called me out of the blue on this. I did not try to say, Hey dude, do you think Marshall Falk is the second best run? I didn't say that. Yeah. He just said, no, I put Marshall Falk and I put uh he had, I think he had, uh, he had, he had Marshall Falk and Thurman Thomas above Barry. And he said, maybe LaDainian Thomas. Yeah. Well, Nick just did, uh, yeah. Nick had Barry, Barry NC Nick had Barry one, Falk two, LaDainian three, LaDainian three, AP four, Emmett five. Yeah. I like it. Thurman six. Yeah. It's a good list. I have no problem with it. If you, if you're valuing, uh, a complete and, and you value pass catching, then yeah, that's, that's a pretty accurate list. Since I'm uh, looking for more of a, a banger, maybe it's my affinity toward old school football. I want to see the ball go between the tackles. Give me a guy like Adrian Peterson, but I don't have an argue, a problem with that. You had AP two, two. Okay, yeah. Interesting. As we go forward with his receivers, we agree Jerry Rice. Oh, that's what that's the one unanimous right now. Yeah. Well, uh, JD, you, myself, NC Nick, all have Jerry Rice. Number anyone one. who would argue that at this point. That watched them. But I, I thought Barry Sanders was going to be unanimous too. I was kind of shocked that uh, JD went against that. But hey, fair. I don't. I don't completely argue. Uh, if you're talking about running the football, there's no comparison though. Barry Sanders running the football was way better than Marshall Falk. I don't think there's an argument yeah. there. 
Uh, probably had more negative runs than Marshall Maybe. Falk. Maybe. Could could hit you with that angle. There you go. Um, and then tight ends. NC Knicks was. Or what about college? Well, well, well. You write this up. But let's tell the yeah. people about their go, fucking. Kobe, go fuck go yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, okay. Defensive lineman Patty C. Yeah. College football. Was this hard for you? First off, it was. There were so this many incredibly hard defensive linemen that like were in consideration. It's basically you're, I'm going to be honest here. We're basically going off of memory. Yeah, because that's the whole fun of it. Because, well, especially this position. Yeah, it's like man. Uh, uh, well, at least this is a little less subjective and random than the offensive linemen. You you kind of have like this is harder for college than it is pro. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, give me your number ten. Defensive lineman. You want to talk about recency bias? This is the extreme version of this. And I think you sold me on this, but you did. If I'm a lot of these guys are had one standout year or several of them did. And if I'm going to include a guy who just had one standout year, you got to include chase young. Absolutely fucking dominant. One of the best fucking years a defensive lineman has ever had. Uh, just this past year. Um, great run style. great. He's the type of dude that looks like, okay, not only in a way that like some of the guys that I have on my list too, like Jadavian Clowney, you saw him in college. You said, okay, he's a freak. He can, he has a special talent. It's a little less like fundamentally sound, you know, whereas you see a guy like chase young, you're like, he's going to be awesome. Yeah. He's going to be a great pro. Yeah. You know, um, that's your number 10. Yeah. My number 10. First off, I have a, uh, a little if here, cause I don't know what we qualify him to be. Because in the NFL, I believe he was a defensive lineman. In college football, I think he was more of a linebacker. Okay. So I don't know. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna slide this out there. Simeon Rice at Illinois. Okay. I don't have a big enough uh, recollection or frame of reference on Simeon Rice while he was at Illinois to make a judgment on it. So I'm gonna trust you. Well, I think he probably was more of a linebacker in college. Okay. Cause I remember him, they had a, a, they were a really good team actually back in like 93, 94. Yeah. They had a uh, Dana Howard linebacker for the Cowboys and also Kevin Hardy, a really good linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They yeah. had all three on their defense when Illinois was still good at football. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. They went to a bowl last year though. Don't tell lovey that lovey coming back. Um, so am I going to, so if, if I had a gun to my head, I think I'd put him as a linebacker then. Well, it's odd that, uh, usually a player, from college, we'd go to a smaller position because everyone gets bigger in the pros, you know, but maybe the game was just different where he transitioned from a, he was a strictly pass rusher in the NFL. Yeah, he was, but that's still a defensive lineman. Um, that's up to you. If you think he was one of the best defensive linemen you saw, you know what, we'll, 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 we'll we'll throw him off. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to go Dwight Freeney, Syracuse. He's my number 11. So I, I push him to 10. Yeah. He's White a, Freeney was an animal. We knew that in that dome. <laughs> Once again, a very one dimensional. Yeah. Did not a run stopper. Fortunate to spend his entire career in a dome where he could very be a, true. a speed merchant. Incredibly fast. Yeah. But uh hell of a good player. Yeah. Give it up for Dwight Freeney. Didn't of make this Syracuse. List, made the other list for me. Okay. Yep. Number nine. Number nine for me was an Oklahoma player that I believe just missed their last national championship victory. Um, great uh, three-year career. Tommy Harris, Oklahoma. Uh, 
Just stout. My number run 14. Stopping. He, he made my number 14. Okay. He was a beast. And he, he played good. for a while, I feel like. There. Yeah. Consensus. I want to say he was two-time All-American. Just yeah, hoss. Was yeah. a beast. Uh, my number nine is Chase Young. There you go. I know it's only about a year, maybe a year and a half of, of solid action that we've yeah. seen. Fucking animal. Fast. Run stuff for pass rusher. We'll Dude, chase that Penn a State play game. from behind. Unbelievable yeah, to Single-handedly. Me. You know, that's happened a couple of times against Penn State. Joey Bosa also like remember that play in overtime where he just pushes the running back he, back into the quarterback and that's the sack that ends. He's on my list. Okay, yeah. Is he on yours? Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, yeah, Chase Young freak. Uh, my number eight. Yeah. Vince Wilfork, Miami. Wow. Probably I want to say he's the only nose tackle, true nose tackle that made my list. Um, we did this blindly, just yeah. so the audience knows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't consulted on this at all. Uh, Vince Wilfork. Uh. At Miami, just after they were, I think he might have even been there for one of the championships. Um, but uh, an animal, and in terms of fire hydrant body type, just a gigantic belly and a, a, a true uh, in a three four defense could be a uh, he could free up the linebackers quite a bit and He's penetrate. One that you watched and it was just like this guy. Is gonna He's be gonna dominate the in guy the in front NFL of him. Yeah, tomorrow he was built to be yeah. a three a three four nose tackle. Uh, my number eight is Haloti Nagata, also a beast on the fringe of both my lists. Didn't make it into either. But. Uh, Oregon Duck and yeah. was just. I feel like normally at Oregon too, you don't think of like great defenders. Yeah, not so much. He was the one that like it's like wait what? Yeah, they got this guy. Yeah, it's weird. All these West Coast teams, Utah. Uh, Utah's uh, been a better defensive team than Oregon have, over the past for 20 sure. years. But yeah. even BYU will obviously have the missions there. USC, uh, UCLA do to some extent. They get these Hawaiian, Samoan, Pacific Islanders that are just freaks of nature. And uh, I think it's Haloti Nada. I don't know. Uh, whatever. spelled Nagata. I'll but, fucking yeah. eat some sushi. And Nagata Navita. There right? you go. Uh, yeah. Look, he had a great pro career too. Yeah. Got With his own chip. Fucked up. RG three pretty much ended his career. Yeah. 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 Absolute beast. That's my number eight. There you go. Give me your number seven. My number seven little personal opinion here. Uh, I know who this is. Yeah. Um, look at that Maryland game. That was fucking fantastic. Chris long university of Virginia really had one spectacular year, but he, uh, pretty much single-handedly pushed that team to a, a very good season. Um, really the only good player on that team. Um, ended up being the number two pick in the draft. Howie Long's son, obviously a good bloodline there, and yeah. uh, has had a, has had a respectable pro career. Animal, animal. Yeah. Uh, Chris Long did not make my list, but he's he was in the the, the honorable mention section, the seventeen to, to to fourteen range. He was actually probably clocking in at like sixteen, fifteen. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, my number. What am I on? Seven. Yeah. Is Vince Wolfork? Okay. That's what I mean. Like we did this blindly. Yeah. He's a guy that just absolutely stood out for me. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus crushing people. He's going to be like, he's ready for the league. There's nothing in there. Nothing. in Trying here. to pull poor Jameson. We finished it all. No. Um, uh, yeah. We've already kind of touched on Wolf, Wolfork just being an absolute. He was great in the pros too. Yeah, that's so. true. Where was uh, it? Where did he spend his whole career in the pros? Uh, Patriots, but I think he went from the Patriots. He went. Did he do Bills? Was he? No, he went. He he was on the Patriots for the his yeah the, prime. the majority. I of think it. was it the Browns. 
I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the end of well, Will Forster. He went somewhere after, like late in his career. I forget what. No, Texans. I'm look it up. Texans, maybe. Well, Someone with Patriot ties. I feel like. There you go. Uh, so that was my number seven. That Miami team was unbelievably talented. Yeah, they just kept getting nasty. Nastier. It's actually amazing that they weren't more dominant. Yeah, that it didn't last long. But yeah, that's the story of Miami. They they get all the and that's what's about to happen. And and someone asked uh who the next uh over the next five years what the most uh wins that an ACC the, coastal team yeah which yeah. which ACC coastal teams will have the and rank them in, to, in terms of total wins. I have North Carolina number one. You have Miami all the way down at number five out of seven. I think I have them a little higher because I see what. Uh, Manny Diaz is following the same Howard Schnellenberger fucking uh, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson. Well, I think it was already built when, anytime they had to start from scratch. Schnellenberger did it. I think uh, Butch Davis, he didn't really start from scratch, but he did the uh, put the fence around Miami like angle. And Manny Diaz is doing that again. Each of the recruiting classes that I've seen, he's fencing it up. They're going to be hungry. They're going to come in. They're going to start winning. And then they're going to start like getting strippers on campus. And it's going to blow up in their face. Number five. I gave them number five with that, with they could be number four. It was either them or Pitt. but I've been hearing to defend myself. I've been hearing this for 20 years. That's true. And And they can bring in Brock Berlin (laughs) and all these other fucking big five-star recruits until until I see the execution. What makes you think Manny Diaz is a good football coach? uh, Nothing's proven that yet. Exactly. And in I'm not fact, trying to knock the guy. I'm just it's, saying it's relatively brief track record suggests it's the exact. Opposite. So when I answered that question, I said, my number one was UNC most wins in the coastal the next five years. Yeah. I think UNC will be second is UVA Bronco Mendenhall. I, I name brand. You can trust it's not really recruiting well, but name brand. You can trust to get wins. Yeah. Three Virginia tech. I said four pit five Miami, but um, that could be that pit and Miami are in the same spot to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then after that, I went Georgia Tech and then Duke. It's fair. What would your list be then? I would say, uh, I think Tech's going to get better. Then UVA? I think Tech will be one. Wow. Even though you see UNC recruiting like UNC that? UNC is recruiting like a motherfucker. And Mac Brown's a good coach. He's won a national championship. He might He's be. done it at UNC before, too. Yeah, you might be right. It might be UNC. Uh, maybe UNC, number one. I think uh, Tech gets back on track here. Probably number two. I bet Miami goes to number three. In fact, my Miami might even be number two, but it's wait and see on that. And I think UVA is close behind at number four. And then uh, Virginia Tech, I mean, the rest are kind of all the same. You are aware the last time Miami stepped on a football field, they got shut out by Louisiana Tech. You are aware that two years ago they were 10 and 0. Is that three years ago? Three years ago. What have you? Turnkey program. Uh, yeah, turn the key in your ass. What number are we on? We're on number six. You fire that number six, right? Number now. six, Alabama, Quinn Williams. Uh, you want to talk about a dude that like had the reputation, had all the hype going into the game against Clemson in the national championship game. And still with all the eyeballs on him, still completely destroyed Clemson's defense line. Now they didn't win the game, yeah, but he and- was absolutely the best player on the field while he was on the field. Yeah. Absolute animal. Not the smartest guy with bringing an air, a gun to the airport at JFK, but um, hell of a fucking football player. Yeah. Talk about a dude that just dominates and penetrates. Game plan wise, can destroy your entire game plan. Yeah, he's gonna be in your backfield, fucking shit up. Uh, he's on my list. He's nice. a bit higher. Okay. My number six is David Pollock at Georgia. 
Now there's a guy that has all the accolades, but I didn't see him enough myself. Uh, he was three time at all sec. He probably would have been, been he had a bad injury and he, he, two bad things happened. He got a, he got injured young in his career and B he got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. Whew, always a killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Pollock, man, he has a strip sack. That's a signature play. That's almost like Charles Woodson with the out of bounds line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they all have their signature plays. Yeah. Uh, well, some of them, uh, 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 I mean, I guess Teddy Lehman at Oklahoma, it's yeah. similar to that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah LeVar Arrington, LeVar Leap. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, this, and this truly iconic moment. He does have that. And I like David Pollack as a human. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a cool dude. So, uh, David Pollack's number six. Very nice. And he deserves it from a, from a, uh, uh, accomplishment standpoint. I don't know if there's anyone better. Yeah, exactly. Number five, Petty C. Not my number five. Probably not going to be on your list. But uh, to me, and I saw enough of them, one of the most fearsome pass rushers in college football, this is a hokey. This is Corey Moore. He was good. He yeah. did not make my list. He did not make your list. He was, uh, I want to look up Corey Moore. Very pro Virginia, these lists I've started to notice. With well, the Tiki I, Barbers, the, uh, I get a couple on there, you know, but again, I, I admit there's some subjectivity, but I think if you look statistically. What did Corey Moore do in the NFL though? He didn't do shit, but this is not the NFL. I list, know, is I'm it? just curious. I'm not attacking it because I remember him being a stud in college. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious. I kind of want to pull up uh Corey Moore stats. If I can here, um, I will let you know once I get them. Mm. Well, my number five is a guy named Quentin Williams. We just talked about there. Yeah. Uh, absolute game changer. I mean, we, we taught, we've done, we've done our spiel in him, but I'm saying like, this is a guy that literally you're not going to run in certain spots. You're yeah. not going to be able to, you're actually going to need to uh, add some protection in certain spots. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to have to double team him. Uh, this is weird. I can't find the stats. So I'll pull them up in a little okay. bit. Okay. Well, give me your number four while you're at it. My number four is Joey Bosa. Um, just uh, a dude again, Pass rushing, run stopping, getting in the backfield, have to account for him at all times. Um, game changer, big playmaker, and translated into a good pro. Um, I hated him because he was at Ohio State, but fuck, man, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four, I saw live. Yeah, I'm talking about Mario Williams at NC State. Mario Williams was a, one of the guys that was a draft. Uh, Phenom, phenom, but I didn't see enough phenom. of him. Phenom, <laughs> I didn't see him enough in college to <laughs> give him like an actual look. So, you, how does that happen? He's in the fucking ACC. Well, NC State wasn't on TV a lot, and it looked. I think to be honest, Mario Williams did like jump up the draft boards because of his insane measurables. But in terms of like game changing college performances, I think. It, he didn't have the signature play, but I was, I remember watching games being like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. So that's why I, he was a huge motherfucker. Um, geez. Corey Moore didn't have any, uh, good stats in, in the pros, at least still I'm struggling to find college stats, which in and of itself should be an indication that maybe he doesn't belong on this. <laughs> list, but look, he, in terms of speed, he's he like, was uh, a damn good player. Vaughn, I think he had, I read he had 17. Sacks. I remember him being very good. All right. I'm not going to, Oh yeah, seventeen sacks is what I'm seeing here. Eighteen tackles for loss. He had thirteen and a half sacks in one season. He's a beast. Um, 
And they want to say he led the NCA in, in sacks at one point. Oh yeah, thirty-five sacks. He finished his college career with fifty-eight tackles and uh, for loss and thirty-five sacks. Pretty damn good. That's impressive. Yeah, undersized. Probably could have been a linebacker, but in terms of absolutely just pass rushing off the edge, a terror. Probably being uh, teamed up with Bud Foster didn't hurt. They beat Alabama in the Music City Bowl. Nice. Hmm. Corey Moore was uh was he on that national championship or what, did he, did he graduate right before that? I don't have the years here. I think he graduated right before that. My number three, Julius Peppers, UNC. Mm, Just recall. Interesting list here. uh, Julius Peppers being a physical freak, getting a lot of press for his uh, dual sport action. But, um, you know, is this affected probably a little bit by the fact that he has a stellar pro career? If you're wondering dual sport action, he played college basketball for the Tar Heels as well. Starting power forward. They had two guys at the same time playing football and basketball. Yeah, Yeah, Ronald Curry and Julius Peppers, which probably explains why it wasn't the best era in UNC basketball history. (laughs) But uh, entertaining from a football standpoint. Yeah, um, he was awesome. He was awesome. And before I tell you my third one, I'm going to do some more product placement here for you. Uh, the college experience is brought to you by Roman. If you were to guess on average, how many days people in the U S would have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? Americans have to wait 29 days to see a doctor. If you're in a U.S. in a major U S city, that's pretty fascinating right there. Well, that's even prior to this, this fucking virus. Now you're waiting 312 days to see a doctor. Um, because all the doctors are doing real shit. They don't care about your you know, ED. All right. Um, but that's why what's so great about Roman. All right. They've spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor license in your state, all from the comfort of your own home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on, on schedule. You know what I mean? Whenever you want it, essentially just grab your phone or computer, uh, complete a free online visit and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that that treatment is right for you, Roman's pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two day shipping two days. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with, uh, with your doctor. Anytime you have questions or, uh, if you want to adjust your, your treatment plan or, or whatever, it's free. With Roman, there are no commitments. You can cancel at any time. Say, you know, a crisis hits this country and you're broke. You say, hey, fuck my ED. I need money to survive. There you're you okay. Go. You're good. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com backslash SGP for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Once again, that's GetRoman.com backslash SGP for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. And just a little bonus. I actually am a Roman customer. I'm yeah. not shitting you. And... uh Look, was uh, thinking maybe my hair wasn't going to thin out forever. I thought I was going to be a charmingly good-looking man forever. I'm ugly now, but uh, Roman was able to help me regrow my hair, and I would say I'm probably... I've been taking it for three and a half months, and where I had a pretty damn noticeable spot before, it's like 90% like fixed. I'm, I'm, on that tra- I'm, on, I'm with a competitor. Yeah. But, um, but I did like Roman Pfeiffer. That's a linebacker go. from UCLA. It's uh the generic product Propecia, but they offer it a good price and it's fucking, it works. The shit actually works. I'm regrowing my hair. I, I was afraid that I was going to get, and look, you got a little, you get growing a little balls by there. Fucking do it, dude. Don't wait. You know, don't be one of these hard asses. I never say, understood the embarrassing, like the embarrassing of that. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm too authentic to fucking get it's my like, hair. Do back. you no. fucking iron your shirt? Do you brush your teeth? Yeah. 
Right. Do people wear braces? You're like trying no. to get fucking laid? Yeah. Let's go. You don't want to go out the house looking like fucking Jeff Van Gundy. No disrespect <laughs> to my guy, Jeff Van Gundy. I'm just saying. Right. Buy the fucking product. Yeah. It's worth it. It's cheap as shit. Um, Colby sold me on the product. So thank you, Colby, for that. I thank appreciate you. that. Yeah. Now, let me read this real quick so that I don't feel like such a well, dumbass. Well, I haven't gave my number three yet. Well, hold off on your number three oh, so I can read this. Oh, you got dumb stats over there? Corey Moore. Okay. okay. Uh, following that, his 1999 season, won the Lombardi and Bronco Nagurski Trophy, recognizing him as huh. college football's Love the defensive player of the year. So the best in all of college football. I think that qualifies him as uh, worthy of consideration at the very least. I had a woman uh, from Elizabeth Warren's campaign that I uh, told her I was Bronco Nagurski <laughs> on a text message chain. <laughs> anyway, continue on. Uh, that's uh, a very dangerous move there. Uh, Moore, who was named the 1998 and 1999 Big East Defensive Player of the Year, becoming the first player to win the award back to back. He set a league record with 17 sacks. Moore was also the first unanimous Big East Defensive Player of the Year selection and was unanimous first team All Big East selection. Wait. That's obvious. That's the same. But is it here's let me ask you this. Is he it that special? 31 sacks in his last two years. That's racking. That it is up. really good. I do want to know how many were against Temple and Rutgers. <laughs> Temple was horrible back then. Fair enough. Rutgers was horrible back then. They were both god awful. The Big East was a shit show. That's, uh, way before Temple got their shit together. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it had to be decent, right? I mean, only Virginia Tech and uh Miami were decent. That like Cuse was okay at the time. Yeah, Cuse. The Temple was, was absolute dog shit. Yeah, yeah. That's I crazy. told you about my story when uh, I went with uh, Dan McGrath, who started at uh, center for Virginia my pal, Tech. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good man. You've known him for longer than I have. You went to elementary yeah. school. With him. Hell of a good pal of mine. Yeah. Great guy. Took me on his recruiting visit down to Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm, it's uh, Virginia Tech against Temple, and we're standing in the corner of the end zone. He's already shown me Jeff King. Like he's like who I ended up playing on the Panthers. Yeah. I guess everyone's like 17, 18 at the time. He's like, yeah, oh, this guy's going to be really good. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this is, but I, I was aware of uh, Kevin Jones. Well, no, I wasn't aware of it. I became aware of him at that day. He was like this uh, Kevin Jones guy is like the number one player in the nation. I'm like, all right, like recruiting rankings weren't a big thing back then. I'm like, oh, I'm sure he's well, Kevin one. Jones. I believe showed up to signing day on it with a Penn state Jersey. What a fuck. He took it off. Boom. He had the uh, Virginia tech Jersey punked him, oh, yeah. but he was down there on the uh, signing. He didn't look like anything special to me, but you know, they got all the uh, cameras zoomed in on uh, Vic. I want to say this is Vic's uh, sophomore year. So he's obviously a huge household name. Um, and uh, then like they zoom the cameras off of Vic and like right next to me is Ke- Kevin Jones. And like, they're like, it's like literally two feet away. They got the cameras on Kevin Jones. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? Lo and behold, he actually is the number one pick in the nation. Oh, yeah. But uh, that was against Temple. That was the most worthless football game I ever attended. So uh, well, yeah. a cl- classic Temple Virginia Tech story was uh Late nineties when tech tech started Virginia tech started to put their program together. I'd say mid nineties when they really started to, uh, turn into, yeah, they were actually getting ranked. When Foster turned it up when Beamer ball really developed. And one of my neighbor growing up two houses down became a diehard Virginia tech fan. Yeah. When they had, they they, they used to have a quarterback named Maurice DeShazo. Yeah. And after that drunken Miller Yeah, and then came Vic, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to say this was either Drunken Miller or DeShazo days. Yeah. But they had just gotten ranked and they played a, I think I want to say Temple was winless. Yeah. In Blacksburg. <laughs> and Temple comes in. I'm just talking like 0 oh, 6, 0 oh, 7, something like that. I remember yeah. it being like uh, God the, all, the season yeah. had, had significantly w- into the yeah. season. Yeah. And, you know, he was talking a lot of shit about them. Oh, man, dude, we're, we're nasty. They had Antonio Freeman at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, they 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 just lay an egg this day, right? Did they lose? Horrible Temple team. Check us out. This horrible Temple team is, I want to say, up seventeen to three. Yeah. Like late in the second half, or you know, maybe going into the fourth. Yeah. Virginia Tech scores a touchdown, makes it seventeen ten. Yeah. And then, like, dude, Temple playing horrible, but somehow, you know, getting a first down here or there. But yeah. you're clearly seeing Virginia Tech's the better team when they're putting their, their foot to the gas. Yeah. And uh, finally, they get a stop, and Virginia Tech gets the ball, and there's like two minutes on the clock. Right? And everyone's panicking because this team's like undefeated, and they're like, yeah. Uh, if not undefeated, then like five and one or something. Right. And they're like they're top 25, and people are thinking, hell yeah, man, this school's you know, coming up. Yeah. They go all the way down the field, score with three seconds left, yeah. four seconds, something like, and they missed the extra point. <laughs> so the game was going to go to overtime. Yeah. Because college ha- football had the overtime rule then. Right. And missed they, the fucking extra point. Look, they, they very much earned the, the nickname, the chokies. Like, yeah, that team choked so many fucking times. <laughs> Bowl games. I that feel Boston like. college yeah. game. Oh man. Virginia Tech's number eight in the nation. Boston college. Number two. That's another, that was a chance for Virginia. And Tech they own that game to get, but yeah, like, we're talking the Matt Ryan nothing, game. Or, we watched that game. Yeah. Like, even though it was With a two defensive struggle, <laughs> they were clearly the better team for like 57 and a half minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Virginia Tech could not, or I mean, Boston college could not move the ball that yeah, well. Out of nowhere. Yeah. What a game. Oh, um, the chokies. Good times. Okay. My number three. Yeah. Um, my number three is a guy named Joey Bosa. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just picking guys that you've had. You're putting them one, one in front spot of higher, right? <laughs> Uh, Joey Bosa, absolute animal. Like I said, uh, we talked a little bit, uh, pre episode, not necessarily on it. We didn't reveal our top 10, but we were talking about Ohio state and how many good defensive linemen they've had. Just crank them out. I wasn't that impressed with Nick Bosa at Ohio state. Right. But God damn, was he nasty? And and like, I almost think Nick Bosa is better than Joey in the pros. Yeah. I think he is after one year. Oh man. I, I haven't seen a rookie have that good of a year. Yeah, and look like physically so like it's like Randy Moss. Not just yeah. statistically, like look the part. Just filthy. But um uh in college though, I'll take Joe. Uh, Joey's good on the Chargers too. He's not a bad yeah, player, but good, I'm saying he's just not good as good pick. as his brother. But yeah. yeah, in college, like you said, that Penn State game. Yeah. Ah, Joey Bosa was an absolute fucking animal. Yeah, a menace. Yeah. So uh his little shrug. Oops, I sacked you again. <laughs> I mean, I hate that I have all these Ohio State players, but I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, they're fucking good. Uh, you're number two. My number two, uh, a highlight reel uh, phenomenon, probably the best high school highlight film of any player that ever lived. Jadavion Clowney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. We have the same number twos. Well, I'm guessing we have the same number one then, too. No. No? Because you already named my number one. Is that right? But at number two, I do have Jadavian Clowney, and all you need to really see is that Michigan highlight. Yeah. (laughs) I was at a, uh, uh, I believe that was a bowl game. I was at a Christmas gathering. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was on Christmas. Yeah. If not, it was the day before. Screaming. But I was with a bunch of adults that did not care about football. Yeah. And uh, here I am on the couch. These people are talking about shit in life yeah, and the game is on in the background <laughs> and that hit happened and I go, Holy fuck. <laughs> and everyone's like, what's going on? And I was like, Oh my God, this dude just got destroyed. Yeah. And people thought I was a crazy guy. Cause I'm like, I, which I, you are, you're one wild and crazy guy. I mean, dude, but that play, like 
for you to interrupt, like I, I was, you know, trying to do like the kind of, uh, I was doing the boyfriend thing. You know what I mean? Like I was with some people that don't really care. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and it's, I, I really care in my head. I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah I yeah. love everything. And I'm fuck just, this party. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, uh, you know, but I'm trying to tell myself, Colby, all right, pay attention behave, to the party, behave, pay attention, behave. be nice to this thing. And then all of a sudden that hit happens and I'm like, holy shit, I finally yeah. broke character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll remember that for the rest of my when life. When a play thing. like that happens, yeah. you got to acknowledge it. You, oh my god! It's more important. And the than way anything. he scooped the ball. Yeah, he's just like uh, all in one motion and one style, dude. Yeah, Jadavian Clowney, complete good animal. pro too. Complete animal. Now I, I don't think yeah. it was a dirty hit in the playoffs. Or great high school highlight this film. year. Great remember? college highlight. Everyone film. said it was a dirty play against him and. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see played. it. No, you did because we talked about this and it wasn't dirty. Yeah. Everyone said it was dirty. I'm the guessing quarterback, a quarterback got injured and he's running for a first down. And I forget who the fuck it was. Yeah. This is alcohol talking. But anyway, you're number one, Patty C. Now, uh, does that fact, mean your number one didn't make my list? Yeah. Which means uh, you're missing an important player in college history and you're going to kick yourself as, you, as soon as you hear this. Dominican Sue. I did forget about him. <laughs> I did fucking forget about him. Yeah. Well, there's no problem. We've been drinking all day. So, but and Dominican Sue completely oh, fucking he annihilated. Has to be. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to bump. Push it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you, where you place Sue on your list. Oh man. I'm going to put him at, I'm going to put him at three. Okay. Right. Ahead of Mario Williams. Yeah. I think Clowney with that highlight stool. Yeah. But ah, I don't know, man. Sue. Oh, he really was a dirty dominant. ass player too. He's, I, I kind of love a piece it. of shit. I kind of love it. It makes the game better. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> he's I, like, a, I a appreciate fucking movie that. bully. I appreciate that. You need that in sports. Yeah. Um, okay. So I got Sue at three. Okay. Clowny two. Okay. And my one is Julius peppers because he was just an unbelievable. Yeah. Dude. I remember like, I think he had like a pick six in a game. Yeah. I was like, that's a defensive end. Yeah. He's a freak. He looks like a fucking like running back. Yeah. So our top three are the same, just in different order. Yeah. Peppers was unbelievably uh, gifted to me, but yeah, obviously I did forget about Sue. Damn. How did I miss that? Look, how did I miss that? Uh, you've been drinking since uh, 10 a.m. So what are we on? 14 hours of boozing. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? A boy named Sue. You know, sometimes you forget about a boy named Sue. <laughs> and that's shout what makes him to, so mean. To Jay Cash, man. There you go. Wow. Okay. So were you shocked by my one at all? No. No, he was great. He was great. I mean, he's my number three, so. Okay. Guys, I want to tell you before we get to the NFL uh, top 10 defensive linemen, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Because you're buying the bet directly from another person, not only can you find great deals, but you can also buy bets from states where there is no sports betting. It's absolutely genius. It gets you around this bogusness of having some stupid state try to tell you you can't bet on fucking Ole Miss and Mississippi State. All right? Get that prop uh, swap account loaded up so when future buying returns, you can strike when the iron's hot. Sign up for PropSwap.com today, and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. Once again, that's promo code SGP at the time of deposit, and uh, PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Avoid where prohibited. Nice. Wow. I still can't believe I forgot Sue. 
Well, didn't he like kick some players in the face or shit? Uh, he stomped on some knees. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty but Albert Hainsworth did that same shit. Yeah. Well, he yeah. was a piece of shit too. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. It is like a, a, a good quality. Like that's what my brother says. About Incognito. Politics. Yeah. Piece I mean, of shit. he's a huge piece of shit. Now I'm not saying to be racist, but I'm saying to have a, it's kind of like the Lambier effect. You know what I mean? Like on your team, I'm not saying, well, with incognito, it's maybe a little different because he was racist. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying like to have that, to have that, that guy that's down to do, get the dirt, Charles Oakley. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know someone's got to do the dirty work. I know I mentioned in basketball here, but in football, cause it's more obvious and ba- it's more easy to see in basketball. Yeah. Football has them too. I mean, uh, Dick butt kiss types. Yeah. Yeah. I even feel like for the Reds, a little bit, Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Even though he was a running back. Yeah. So you can do dirty work in any position. Heinz Ward. Yeah. 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 Heinz Ward. Steely. There you go. That's a good, that's a good one right there. Yeah. Dirty waters for the Eagles. Andre dirty waters. I love more me some dirty up. waters. Uh, yeah. Uh, going older, uh, Jack Tatum Raiders. There would be like a, a, a dirty waters for me in my childhood. You know, the, they're growing up in, in, in DC. We were Redskin fans. And so they played the Eagles twice. You'd see like the pile of the running back going down and like 30 seconds later, dirty waters would just come spearing into it. And it was like, good God. Yeah. I mean, I hated it at the time. Yeah. But you, as in, in as you go, if along, you were, if you were an Eagles fan at that time, you'd be like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you got to appreciate it, right? Like Dewerson on the bears kind of had it a little bit, right. uh, you know, that, you know, bash his own brain to the, uh, no CTE there. Lots of CTE. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know who did it good? Who's that? Who doesn't have CTE because he's a coach, hopefully. Chuck Cecil. Yeah. Chuck Cecil. Chuck Cecil. Well, he had some form tackles, but he also was a headhunter. Let's let's not kid ourselves. But here. he's a guy who was always trying to fight. Yeah. <laughs> like every possible chance the game was going on. He was running his mouth yeah. and lighting people up. Yeah. Oh, Chuck Cecil was funny. Ron Middleton. Jeez. <laughs> um, where are we? NFL. Patty C, your number 10. NFL defensive line. Well, this one but, is going to get crazy. I we think. don't even have to change gears because my number 10 NFL defensive lineman of all time, or at least in our lifetimes. Yeah. Let's say realistically like 93, 94 is like if their prime was in 93 or 94 or later, that's who we're including in this. Yes. Um, with the exception of a couple guys that, you know, were just so dominant that their primes extended past yeah. 93, 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Diamond can my number 10 defensive lineman I've seen in the pros. He will not make my list in the pros. He's an asshole. Which I like. Yeah. But I'm saying he still is not a top 10 defensive solid lineman. Solid player, has had a solid career, but, uh, and even I believe he's been a Pro Bowl player quite he a has. few times. But Bounced around a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a journeyman yeah. somehow. Um, probably not the best locker room guy. Yeah. Uh, but look, he's had a, he's had a good career. Um, and he's been the staple of most of the defensive lines that he's been on. So my number 10 might get ridiculed here. Okay. I have JJ Watt. I got him higher. The main reason why I don't have him higher injury prone. Yeah. Hell of a freak athlete. Yeah. Unbelievable. But is there, a, I, I looked at this list and I go, he's easily the most injured player on my list. He is a fucking maniac. Though. He is. A sack master. I and I like what he does for the city of Houston. Yeah, I do too. And his brother is becoming a fucking animal yeah. for the Steelers. He's my number ten. And I think you could make the argument he's better than my number eight, but the problem is my number eight played like every game. 
That's fair. That's uh, so that's part of the evaluation process. Yeah, you can't yeah. be great if you're not on the fucking field. Uh, there we go. So hit me with your number nine. My number nine was someone you mentioned in your college list, Dwight Freeney. Uh, Speed Merchant lit up the stat sheet. Uh, did, did not make my top ten. Was on the honorable mentions. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this, uh, there is a little more uh, clear, uh, I guess, stratification of player quality in the pros than there would be in college. Dwight Freeney, there is still an element of subjectivity. Um, got it done and kept uh, Indianapolis in contention for a long time. Correct. And, and lit up the statute. Yeah. He was even late in his career. I feel like someone picked him up. It's like the. Somebody late in his, like he made a big play like in a playoffs in yeah, late in his career right. or something. Some team he was on. Uh, what was he on the Chargers? I'll pull. I think it he was up. on the Chargers. I'll pull it up. Yeah. You give me your next one. Uh, my number nine is Terrell Suggs. Yeah, Suggs was an absolute animal. Once uh, again, the difference I think with like I think you could say like JJ Watt for one game if they're both playing. Might, might be, be better. better than Terrell Suggs. Yeah. But Terrell Suggs didn't miss a lot of action. He did it for a long time. He yeah. anchored. Uh, he a won legendary... a Super Bowl on the Chiefs this year. Wow. Wow, he's still doing it? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh wasn't he on like the was he on the when did he graduate Arizona State? No, he wasn't on the Jake Plummer team. He, he, wasn't he was after that. Uh, I no, think no, so, no. I'm least. talking about yeah. what, yeah. what was he on the uh Ravens team that um He won a Super Bowl on the Ravens. But it wasn't that in 2001 with the best defense ever. I don't think so. Okay. Pretty sure it's not. Yeah. I think he won it when they beat Kaepernick. A little after. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Um. But yeah, uh, like I said, Suggs was, uh, is still a good player, but I mean, he's long in the tooth. I'm pretty sure he's going to retire. 2003 is when he joined the Ravens. So just after they yeah. won that. Well, good. What if Ozzie Newsom was a fucking great general manager? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Suggs is my number nine. There you go. Another Arizona State guy that we have just tons of Arizona State guys just on this list yeah. that somehow they still Never are going to go seven and five. Yeah. Right? Uh, San Diego, Arizona, and Atlanta is where Dwight Freeney finished up his career. So maybe one of those. You said what was it? San Diego, what? San Diego, Arizona, and Atlanta. I want to say it was San Diego in the playoffs or Atlanta. One of the two. Okay. Right, gotcha. probably San Diego. It might not have been a playoff game. It might have just been a key regular season game, and he made a big play. Gotcha. But I was like, he's still in the league. Right. He's fucking still doing it. Um, my number eight. Yeah, Jared Allen. That's a good fucking pick. I, you know what? He he should have made my. <laughs> he uh, he got it done on the sack. I don't too. think I, I don't think I, I look. He's not my top ten. Yeah, but he's fucking right there. Yeah, he's probably eleven to me. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> You're making me think like, damn. Is he better than my number? What number are we on now? Eight? The Vikings have had some good fucking defensive linemen in their time. Uh, speaking of that. Yeah. My number eight is a guy named Chris Dolman. There you go. Absolute animal for the Vikings. Played for the Falcons also. Went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons. Yeah. Um, but just a fucking money defensive lineman. Rest in peace. Died recently of cancer. Hmm. But um, absolute animal. Yeah. Absolute animal. Did it for a long time. Has the uh, classic NFL films clip of him bashing his head over and over in the uh, uh, yeah fucking helmet freezing helmet. cold yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a beast uh, defensive lineman that could, could also play the run though wasn't strictly yeah he was a true wasn't strictly a pass rusher yeah versatile yeah. defensive lineman uh, from Pitt a lot of guys from Pitt in Arizona State yeah on the on these on these lines great yeah college talent 
low college uh, <laughs> championship. How level. do you not have more wins? Um, hit me with uh, number seven. Number seven for me. Uh, as a, one of the guys that was on both lists, Julius Peppers, mm. had a fucking amazing career with the Panthers. Um, tons of sacks, lit it up for a long He's time. He's on my list as well. All right. A little higher. Okay. Unbelievable. Even late in his career. Yeah. He might deserve to be a little higher, especially with like what he's accomplished. Yeah. Um, but obviously I'm very pro on Julius Peppers being in that list. Um, number seven to me. And I, this is the one that I might, if I had to redo it again, I don't know though. Cause he still had some money plays. I got Warren Sapp. Oh, he's on my list. Okay. A little higher. Okay. Cause I was thinking maybe I'd push him back and try to put in Jared Allen, but then yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I got Sap in there. Sap was an animal. I remember he even had like a like an eighty yard touchdown return. Yeah, like a pick or a fumble or he something. He was he was a maybe. Did he play some nose tackle? Yeah, I think he played a little bit of both. Yeah, he but I I don't think nose tackle was his main position. Maybe the best nose tackle of our yeah. lifetime. Yeah, very good. Who was playing it? Um, so my number six. Yep. This guy we already talked about, JJ Watt. Uh, look, when he is healthy. Absolute animal. Absolute. How many, force how many like with. tips does he have? He's underrated. Yeah. Is like he's a, humongous and he's fast and yeah. Well, that's one of the more underrated things though. Is like when you get a tip ball and stop it at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, huge wingspan. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. that's a stat that I don't think really gets noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I'd be uh, interested to. I I know this because I uh, in our fantasy football league, uh, we have defensive players. And I and whoever drafts him, I always watch the game. Sometimes I'll be playing him, and I'm like, this fucking guy blocks 30 passes a game. Yeah, disruptive. Yeah, not 30, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's amazing that he and Jadavion Clowney didn't like just completely dominate the league. Didn't they have Mario Williams too? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> right. the fuck. All right, Bill they, O'Brien. They're the D, uh, Detroit Lions of uh, yeah. yeah defensive ends. Uh, what are we on six? Yeah, at my number six. It's a guy that, I mean, you could argue this guy should be higher. Maybe it's lower. I don't know. I got Charles Haley. No. Should have made my list. He did go to the best school in the country. (laughs) He is a Duke of JMU. Charles Haley won like 10 Super Bowls. He's the Robert Ory of the NFL, but he was also a lot better than Robert Ory. That's true. Because Charles Haley played for the 49ers and the Cowboys. A true menace destroyed things. Now, granted, those were great teams. So if, if you were to make the argument, yeah. Um, about, Hey, maybe, he, maybe it's not deserving. He was on great teams. We never yeah. saw him without other great players around him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But he'd still destroy. I, there, I think the reason why I would argue that the other players were good because like Russell Maryland yeah. had a great career because of Charles Haley more. So they were probably pretty similar in terms of quality of, uh, players, but I think Haley had the better career. Uh, I think Haley was faster around the edge. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, um, when you look at the 49ers and the Cowboys teams that he won Super Bowls on, both of those teams probably were more recognized, especially the 49ers yeah. for their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you really think about the defensive side of the ball, on all those Super Bowl teams, all five Super Bowls that he won, he might have been either the best or the second best defensive player on that team. Because I guess Ronnie Lott still at that point would have been a better defender than he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are not a ton of better defenders on that uh, first San Francisco team. Yeah. And then when he went to Dallas, like we said, Russell Maryland, Ken Norton, 
Dion was better like late in his career, but uh he got some without Dion though. Yeah, he got he got two yeah. without Dion yeah. in uh yeah. in Dallas. So uh yeah, he was always one of the and best. Darren Woodson on that defense. For some reason, really never got the media hype that quiet be- guy. Sometimes your personality, man. Actually, he's a fucking lunatic, but really? uh, I think quiet as far as the media is concerned. But yeah. you watch, you, you guys want to have some fun, go to uh, YouTube about like uh, uh, Charles Haley. Apparently, like nasty motherfucker. Like pull his dick out, maybe like dick slap you in the locker room. Like <laughs> real fucking asshole. Like <laughs> real, real psycho, apparently. But like, uh, huh. yeah, YouTube Charles Haley. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, are we on number five? Uh, we are on number five. Don't give me your fifth one yet because I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ever thought about starting your own sports book, but hey, maybe you don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book, that is. And uh, they'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers a live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Patty C, we're in the final stretch of this. Boom. Your fifth right. rated. This guy we already talked about uh, had one of the most fun verbal rivalries with Brett Favre. That's Warren Sapp. Mm. Uh, when mm. far when yeah. Sap was at Tampa Bay and when far was at green Bay, yeah. they'd be playing each other twice a year. And they'd Didn't be, they, the bucks had a, at one point they had like one of the worst records below uh 34 degrees or freezing or whatever the fuck. The, that's uh, right. They couldn't win they in had, green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't win in, in Well, what's crazy. Chicago or green Bay. I think for a while. Yeah. Being um, stuck at be, having Tampa Bay being stuck with all the teams that are now currently well, in the NFC. Had, North. At least you had the Vikings and lions and in, in, in domes. domes. That's true. That's true. What a random pairing. Thank God for realignment. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he really turned them around. Obviously he was part of that fucking wicked defense that, uh, really put the clamps on the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Um, Warren Sapp, very, very, where is he? He's a Miami guy. Yeah. 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 God, they produced a lot of talent. I think him and Ray Lewis were on the same defense at Miami. Good Lord. Just think about that. Ridiculous. Two just physically absolutely. And dominant. it was Ed Reed on that team too. No, Ew. he was later. He no? was later. Yeah. Yeah. He had to be. Pretty sure Ed Reed was around the 2000s, where uh, Ray Lewis was like 95, 96. Yeah, I think I yeah, think yeah. Ed Reed might have gotten started like 99 or 98. I wonder but. if they had a year or two overlapping. You're just sitting there like, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? Well, that was the case with Miami for like 10 yeah. years. Like, how is? It, I wonder. Sean Taylor was like the fourth best like safety on their roster at one point. Just uh, silly. It's yeah. like the running backs. Yeah, they had like 20 good running backs at once. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, my number five, Warren Sapp. Who do you got? My number five is Julius Peppers. There you go. Um, guy's an absolute stud, absolute stud. And, uh, well, had such a great career. I almost had him higher. I almost put him yeah. at three. Did it for a long ass time. So. I almost had him at three. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe I'm not giving him the credit he deserves. Nine time pro bowler. Well, I'm curious to the argument and I'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. Cause I don't want to reveal my deck of cards over here, but sure. I'm saying like, I want to know what you think about I've been I've been putting it back and forth at five four three pretty mm-hmm. much. 
What doing what? I'll tell you in a second. I can't I can't reveal my cards because I want to. Okay, you've been shuffling these guys five, four, three. Yeah, though. yeah. Okay, well, um, should I jump to number four? Yes. All right. Well, for me, number four is probably a guy that might have slipped through your uh, watch, um, but to me, obviously, his stats speak for themselves. He was part of some great defenses, uh, and that is the gap himself. He would shoot the gap. He has the gap. That's Michael Strahan. No, he's on my list. Okay. That's one that I actually, now that we bring it up, I was going back and forth with him and Peppers all day. Okay. Well, I don't blame you. I have Peppers at seven. You have him at five. And then I have uh, Strahan at four. Curious to see where you have him. Okay. All I right. mean, but it's a, I, I, if you're drafting a team, you take Strahan before, before Peppers. That's a fucking tough. That's what I mean. That's a really fucking tough question, right? Yeah. 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 I think just on the stats alone, that's why I give uh Peppers is a hybrid though. Didn't Strahan doesn't he have the NFL record for sacks now, or was it single season record? I think he, so. Okay. But I also think Peppers though, you could kind of move around on the field. Yeah, Peppers, uh he was a you could probably put him at even defensive tackle, but obviously a four three defensive end is his sweet spot, but he could even be used in a three four like yeah. edge situation. I even think at the goal line, you put that guy at a tight end or what like he's That's a true. fucking yeah. just an athlete. I mean, if you're gonna talk about like Antonio Gates and uh yeah. like yeah. uh what was it uh Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez yeah. being fucking college. We saw Vrabel do it with the uh, the Patriots used him on offense and he yeah. was pretty decent. Like Did he get did uh, Peppers get used on offense at all? I'm sure think, he must maybe, have. maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember if it so, would have been a, it's a travesty if he wasn't. Uh so my number four, and this is like I said, where I'm curious, is Aaron Darnold. Aaron Donald? Yeah. Well, he's my number I three. Arnold Donald. Yeah. 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 Um, he's my number three. This is the guy I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Yes. Mahomes is current NFL. Like to me that just, I can watch and just be like, you're unbelievably talented. Yeah. I think number two and or right there with Mahomes is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, to me. Uh, yeah. I agree with unbe- you. Like, dude, some of the plays, sometimes if, if the play's not even involving him. Yeah. And I'm just watching. I'm like, oh my God. He just kicks everyone's ass. Like, ragdolls fucking the dude. In There's a good chance five years from now, he could be my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how he's impressed. only six years into his career right now. He's so good at both aspects, too. Yeah. He's Reggie White esque in terms yeah. of his dominance. I, I, so that's what I've been going back and forth here on all three of these right now. Okay. Peppers. Yeah. Donald. Yeah. Straight hand. Well, that's a huge honor for Donald because th- both of those dudes have basically concluded their careers and yeah. have been all pros for most of them. So. And I'll say this, like what, uh, but what both of them straight hand to me, sack master peppers, even a sack master, Donald, I mean, Donald, Donald to me. Yeah. No matter what you're kind of a do. mixture. Yeah. Where he's, uh, where, where's his ideal? Is he, uh, would you put him at a three, four, uh, and three, four tackle or, uh, Four three. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. He can kind of you can put him anywhere you want. Everywhere yeah. on the field, right? I think a three four defensive end is probably his his best part, best spot. But uh, another pit guy, by the way. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did they? Uh, what were the most wins that they have? While they, they did had... beat Clemson while he was there. Wow. At Clemson. Oh, that's right. That's right. Clemson yeah. ended up winning the championship that year. Yeah. But 
Yeah. That's the one where you're like, well, how the fuck is Pitt playing with this Clemson team? Well, you forget they got Aaron Aaron Donald. That's right. Yeah. He's uh, and that just that's the story of Pitt. Enough talent to beat anyone, but uh, yeah. not enough consistency to yeah. like do anything of note. I mean, think about it right now. We've got what Marino, Curtis Martin on this list. We probably would have had Dorsett if we if if we were counting that era. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald's on this list. Ditka didn't make it, but but because that not on that era. Right. Uh, if we went way back, we'd have find a bunch of offensive. We would. No, yeah. no, we had one. We had Russ Grimm. Russ Grimm. There you go. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then on, we got Chris Dolman and. Uh, yeah. The only other teams that have a player at every position is probably like Miami. Yeah. And they've won 10 championships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Uh, okay. So uh, get to your number. Is it three or are you on two? Aaron Donald was my number three. So who's your number three? My own number three is Michael Strahan. Okay. So. Uh, all pretty interchangeable there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure our number two and our number one are going to be the same. I'm curious which one, which the order though. I think, you know, if we agree on this, why don't you tell me my two okay. is a hokey. That's right. Bruce Smith. Yeah. And our number one. Well, and let's give Bruce Smith a little yeah. shine. Yeah. Uh, prototype four, three defensive end, which was uh, the preferred, uh, defensive Style back set. Then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leverage off the edge, you know, great with the fucking uh, rip, rip move. Not much of a swim guy, but would rip through any uh, defensive tackle. The staple of that defense. Yeah. And that I defense mean, had players. And they went to four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. That defense yeah. had players. Yeah, they did. Cornelius Bennett. Shane Conlon. Yeah. Daryl Talley. Yeah. Loaded. Underrated uh, Nate Odoms was a really good cornerback yeah. out of Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, just, just a good defense all around. I'm probably even still forgetting a player too. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and he was, he was the one that really stood Phil Hansen was on that defense too, man. Phil, yeah. that's a fucking great defense. Yeah. 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 They should have got a super bowl, dude. They really should have. They the should have beaten that one. Giants. Scott Norwood. That, yeah. Talk about James Madison. You want to talk <laughs> about your Dukes? Well, right. look, we couldn't get a championship every single Scott year. Scott Norwood and David Robinson have something in common. Blowing it in big games. Uh, Damn. <laughs> roasted. All right. Number one. Uh, of is, course. Is the minister of defense. Yeah. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah. Two. One. Reginald. Mm. Joseph. Ward. Reggie. White. Yes. Well, hell, Reggie. Yeah. Well, hell, Reggie. Shout out to Nick Nolte in 48 hours. <laughs> um, uh, Reggie White. Dare unstoppable, but I'm going to start off by talking about his days in the, and on the Memphis showboats in the USFL, <laughs> which is incredible that for all of the stats that he was able to produce in the NFL, he still spent part of his pro career in a different league. Well, what's great about that league when you really think about it is we have now Steve young, Jim Kelly cracked our top 10 yeah. USFL players. Yeah. And Reggie white cracked our top 10 did Zimmerman. Cause he played in the USFL also. Hmm. I don't think he cracked it. He was right on the did. outside. Yeah. God damn this team, this league. Herschel would have. Herschel Walker would have. Yeah. If he had been a little later. Yeah. Guess what? That's uh, the XFL's trajectory. They you know, need to get to years. that point. That's right. The problem was though in the eighties, that was the perfect time. Yeah. Dude, in a way, was... just Trump ruined it by yeah. going, because there was no uh, free agency then. Yeah. So they could offer more money for the rookie contracts. Yeah. And then just keep them. Yeah, it was a mi great mixture of both. But um, Reggie White, then he went to the Eagles and was just. We we had, you asked me this question today, yeah, or yesterday, one of the two. Mm -hmm. Who would I take the '85 Bears defense or 
the uh, 91, 92 yeah, Eagles. Yeah. And I think the difference is, is that they, the NFL had studied the 46 a lot better by then. Yeah. Had the, I'm going to say the Eagles defense had better personnel. Yeah. But the problem was the NFL had figured it out a little bit more. Right. It's fair. The 46 defense, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a four, four, right? Yeah. And the name 46 came from, uh, a number, the number on the player, uh, on the bears defense, Fensick. I guess that was, yeah. was that who it was? Yeah, Gary Fensick. Yeah. He wore number 46 and he was like the, the staple player of the defense, yeah. you know, the key player. So, uh, not what indicative of yeah, yeah. what you would We're think. Put six defensive backs back. Right. The bear defense actually is, uh, I think uh, what Foster really had had run, you know, with the uh, the Rover and the Bandit, um, and kind of super old school, you know, stop the run on the first two downs and uh, dial it up on, on third, third down, yeah. you know. So uh, probably Buddy Ryan's strategy to, to an extent there. But Reggie White was the staple on this defense, but this defense on the Eagles, Jerome Brown, yeah. Clyde Simmons, Seth Joyner, Reggie White, at, at Eric Allen, Dirty, Dirty Waters, Waters, Wes Hopkins, yeah, even like. Uh, players like Byron Evans, a very good linebacker, kind yeah. of underrated. That defense is filth, bro. Yeah, they were nasty. If they weren't stuck, look, the NFC East won five Super Bowls in six years during that time frame. Yeah. So it's really tough for the Eagles to get this. They're making the playoffs still. Yeah. They just were never winning the division. Right. Uh, three teams were from the NFC East were making the playoffs back then. That was when there were five teams making the playoffs uh, for a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's unbelievable. To, yeah. That's fucking retarded, actually. Yeah. When you really think about that. They're like three division champs because there were only three divisions back there. Yeah. And the two wild cards were both, both from the <laughs> NFC East. Ridiculous. That's hilarious. Um, but Reggie White, then, then he obviously the he was the first player really in free agency to really make that splash, yeah. jump, jump to the Packers. Obviously, turned them into a Super Bowl contender. Now that's the question I wanted to ask you: Reggie White as an Eagle or Reggie White as a Packer? Who do, where do you take him? He's still an Eagle in my book. Well, where was he better? He did win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. But it's I true. still feel like he was better in Philly. I think he was better in Philly too. Yeah. yeah. Which is saying something because he was look that Packers team that uh, kind of whipped those Patriots. They were really good. I feel like the Packers team the next year that lost to the Broncos was better than was the, even better than the team that won the Super Bowl. It could be true. Yeah, could be true. And Reggie White was obviously a staple of those defenses, but he was even better in Philly. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> if they just had any kind of offensive coaching, so you know what that means you do is that means when you when you listen to this episode and you say, God damn, these guys are maniacs. You go on YouTube, you watch the Memphis Showboat days just to compare them to the Philly days, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that concludes our top 10 college and pro defensive linemen of all time. I'm looking forward to linebackers. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to linebackers. Maybe Guys. one of the most fun uh, position groups. Yeah. Uh, that one should be, I bet you there's going to be some good arguments there. Yeah. Um, guys, we are on every platform. Please subscribe to the college experience. Look, we're in the middle of a quarantine. We don't normally break down the top 10 players of every fucking position, but we don't have shit to talk about. So we have, you know, spiced it up a little bit. Gave us, you you know, have you dive into our lives and me and Patty C would probably be talking about this shit anyway. Yeah. Probably talked about it for the past 20 years. (laughs) Um, maybe, maybe even longer, Yeah, but, um, uh, going on 30 here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't, Ugh. don't reveal our age. Right. <laughs> um, but what I want to say is if you can please, uh, subscribe, tell a friend, we cover college basketball and college football. We cover everything though. Even though, like I said, our main, our main horse is college football and college basketball. 
Um, but we will talk NFL. We will talk NBA. We will talk friggin' uh, best hockey games. Like you heard earlier tonight. This is the college experience. You can find us on the sports gaming podcast network, actually uh, where the college experience is on its own feed actually. So, so, so search it on there on iTunes and give us a good iTunes review. We'd appreciate that. But also uh sports gaming podcast network on Twitter at, at G or the SGP network. Uh, you can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find NC Nick who writes a lot of stuff over at the uh, sports podcast.com. And also uh, uh, is a guest here occasionally and then makes picks with us at NC underscore Nick. And you can find me on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C. You want to talk about anything else? Uh, look, I'm just excited for more esports. DJ madness is going to give me my fix for the weekend. So boom. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Tune in folks, DJ madness. And we're also going to do some techmo games in the, in the coming days. Tune in to see Patty C dominate. Uh, this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.